morning. Thank you. Um, let's pray before we start. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come into your presence this uh, morning, O oh Lord. Lord, would you please open up our hearts, O oh Lord, and let your word talk to us. Um, and uh, guide us, O oh Father, Lord, encourage us. And uh, let all the glory and honor be to your name, O oh Father. In the name of Jesus, we come. Pray. Amen. Amen. How are we all doing? Good. Okay. So um, I'm going to speak about seeking God's kingdom. Um, um, forgive me if I, uh, sorry for those of you who don't know, I'm Peter Madasi. I've been coming to New Life uh, Church for about six years now. And uh, thank you, Andrew, for this opportunity um, to share the word. Uh, I'm going to speak on uh, seeking the kingdom of God. For about uh, uh, two years ago, God has really pressed this uh, word on my heart. Uh, I was really worried at that point in my life and I was confused about what to do next and uh, uh, because I, I just moved to Canada and then uh, I didn't know uh, what what's next to me. I was always dependent on my parents back in India but uh, being alone here it was really tough but uh, uh, God has really encouraged me uh, when I was studying this word and uh, after I understood this little scripture, I'm sure all of you know this. After I understood this part, part of the scripture, it, it just lifted the weight of me. It just lightened me up. And then it felt like uh, uh, I, my burdens fell off. Uh, and uh, the scripture was I'm talking about is Matthew 6, uh, 33. So the word says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be Add it to you. I read it again. Uh, Seek first the kingdom of God and also his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. When when Jesus said all these things, he mentioned a few things earlier uh, in this chapter. And we'll also look through those. And uh, uh, this is the uh, verse that uh, really spoke to me. And uh, when we totally understand uh, what kingdom of God is and what seeking his righteousness is. um, uh, What is the... Um, so even though we knew God, even though we are in God, we come to church, we read the word, we pray a lot, um, sometimes we feel like we are still not satisfied in God or sometimes we feel like uh, there's something more, there is a missing piece in our heart and I felt like this scripture satis- this scripture kind of fills that missing gap in each and everyone's understanding. So after you uh, kind of understand this scripture, maybe that will uh, encourage um, uh, everyone here uh, to be uh, more um, dependent on God or trust God more. Uh, so what is uh, so? Th- this is the list that we're going to seek uh, go through today. Uh, we're going to look at what is seeking the kingdom of God, what is seeking His righteousness, and we'll also look at uh, some practical applications and also uh, an encouragement word uh, from Jesus Himself. So, what is the kingdom of God? Any any thoughts? What is God's role? Okay, it's written there. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, in simple words, it's God's word, but do you have any other uh, meanings that you can give out? Bill? It's a better place? What did Jesus say about kingdom of God? That's, oh, I'm going really deep. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> okay. 
kingdom of god is nothing but god's rule or god's reign or uh, um god ruling in our uh, midst and jesus uh, uh, very often talked about this he said kingdom of god is here kingdom of god is near or kingdom of god is in you or among you or in your midst different translations of says in different ways so that's that's the real call out for jesus when he uh, stepped into the ministry he said repent because the kingdom of god is here and the um uh, main purpose for jesus coming into this world is actually to establish this kingdom uh which can sum up uh in uh, this verse here if you look at luke chapter 4 18 to um 19 this is when jesus was called into a synagogue to speak and um he opened the scriptures he opened uh, isaiah and then he uh, he reads it out this way the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor um he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and uh, recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the lord's favor so in in short in summary this is why jesus came into this world uh, if we, if we, if i if you want to simplify this uh, so jesus came to proclaim good news to <clears throat> free the prisoners or uh, uh give sight to the blind to set the oppressed free or to proclaim um god's i'm not going to go deep into uh, what each and every one is but uh, because this is a uh, this is not li- literally freeing the prisoners but uh, this is spiritually talking but uh, based on this verse we can uh, try and understand that jesus came to do these four things in this world one is freedom justice peace and righteousness this is the main intent of jesus establishing the kingdom or the purpose of jesus coming to this world uh freedom is freedom from our sins justice can be justice for each and every one or uh, god justifying our sins uh to establish peace in this world even in our hearts and also to make us right with god these are the four things like um that we can draw from the scripture that we read read that is look for 18 and 19 so what is this kingdom of god uh if i were to kind of create a wiki page for the kingdom of god this is how it looks like <laughs> kingdom of god established uh arrival of jesus whenever jesus stepped into this world and uh, king is jesus the values for of this kingdom is freedom justice peace and righteousness the location of this kingdom is not of this world this is a spiritual kingdom and uh every kingdom or has a id or a passport uh, how do you know that you are a citizen of this kingdom because god has put your his holy spirit in you so uh that is how uh, uh that is a small summary of uh, the kingdom of god and god has graciously graciously invited us to be a part of this kingdom and uh in this scriptures in philippians 320 uh, paul writes we are the citizens of this kingdom where lord jesus lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior for he has rescued us from the domi- oh, sorry and colossians says for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of uh, of the son he loves so the point i'm trying to make here is everyone who believes in jesus is not of this world but it is all, we are part of a bigger world we are part of the kingdom of god and we are our values are as i said here our values are 
to um, uh, freedom, justice, peace, and righteousness. Our king is Jesus, and uh, even his values, the established values that he came into this world, is to do these things: to give us, to to give freedom, to give justice, to establish peace, and also the righteousness. <clears throat> So when we understand the kingdom of God, so that is what that is why it says seek the kingdom. That means, uh, in uh, simpler terms, it is uh, living according to the values of this kingdom. What is seeking the kingdom? Seeking the kingdom is living according to the values of this kingdom, or display the values through the actions in our living. We'll look at how we can do this practically. But uh, uh, another important. Uh, motive or uh, value of this kingdom is also love. This is a kingdom of love. Uh, multiple scriptures uh, in the Bible says, uh, uh, Jesus says, love, love, love. And uh, for example, John thirteen thirty four, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Usually in a worldly kingdom, the main motive is, of course, there's uh, uh, ex expand their kingdom, but it is through war, it is through crime, it is through land grabbing or whatever you can think of. It is more evil, but the kingdom of God is more about love. It is the kingdom of love. So seeking the kingdom in simpler words is actually um, uh, living according to the values of this kingdom. So in summary, uh, we're still on the kingdom of God. In summary, Jesus has come to establish this kingdom. And we are the citizens of this kingdom. Justice, freedom, peace, and righteousness are the values of this kingdom. And this is a kingdom of love. So we went through the first one. We talked about what is seeking kingdom. That is to live according to the values of the uh, kingdom of God. Next, we're going to look at um, seeking his righteousness. What does that mean? I have an example let's uh, share I'll share that example later but what does seeking his righteousness mean seeking his righteousness means to do the right thing and to trust God how can I say that uh, let's look at the first one to do the right thing and uh, in the brackets I've put relationship um, to act according to what is expected of you uh, same as in any other relationships. For example, here, um, to do the right thing is uh, dependent upon what you're related. For example, uh, if you're an employee um, and you're an employer, for example, I work for a bank, I cannot give out all the details of a bank to another bank because that's in my contract. Because I'm related to my employer, I have to do the right thing because of that contract. That is the right thing. For example, uh, um, I cannot steal uh, some money from my dad's wallet because that's not the uh, expect. That's not what is expected. That's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is I can ask my dad to give me some money or borrow some money, but not to steal. That is that because I'm related to him as a son. I can boldly ask him for my needs. In the same way, uh, wife and husband, you are expected to. Uh, um, how do I say this? Uh, be committed to your wife because you have vowed uh, on your wedding day that you will be committed to your wife. And uh, uh, it's, it's uh, I'm not sure if it's trying, uh, 
the, so the righteousness, I'm trying to explain the righteousness part. Righteousness is actually doing the right thing because you're related to, uh, uh, because of the, your relationship. So what I'm trying to say is because we are the citizens of God, we are actually entitled to the, do the right thing, which, uh, which, which uh, shows the values of our kingdom. For example, um, um, two years ago, I was looking for a job. And uh, while I was in India, it's very common for us to put uh, fake experiences on your job uh, to get a job. And uh, and Indians are really good at covering up uh, your fake experience. They can act like uh, you're a ten-year-old, um, a ten-year experience software engineer or something like that. And I even I did that when I was in India. But uh, when I came here after I finished my studies, I was looking for a job. It's really hard. Uh, for a new immigrant to get a first job in Canada. Unless you have experience, it's very hard. And I was actually uh, kind of thinking, okay, should I do the same as I did in India? Because all of my friends were doing that. But uh, when I was reading this verse, uh, seeking the kingdom first, seeking, the, seeking his righteousness, because I am a part of his kingdom, because I have to represent the values of his kingdom, I cannot do it. So uh, that's what I decided. So I said, Lord, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put any fake experience, be it if I get a job or uh, I'll still continue working in Shoppers Drug Mart. Uh, and uh, another part of uh, seeking his righteousness is also trusting, trusting his rule. Um, we look in um, Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Abraham believed the Lord and he created, he credited it to him as righteousness. So even trusting when God called Abraham to move to a different land, um, that was, uh, uh, Abraham didn't have anything to, uh, to look for in the future so that he can trust God. But uh, it's just that belief, it's just that putting that trust in the word of God, it has been credited to him as righteousness. So one is, uh, what is seeking righteousness? Seeking righteousness is doing the right thing because we are um, citizens of God's kingdom and also trusting God, and that can also be credited as righteousness. So if, I, if we look at the list, first we talked about the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is not of this world, kingdom of God. God, God himself is the king, and uh, we are to um, um, follow, the, not follow, um, kind of, uh, the values of this kingdom are justice, righteousness, uh, peace, and freedom. I talked about righteousness. Uh, uh, righteousness is doing the right thing and also trusting God. Uh, how can we, I also shared my personal example, but how can um, uh, this look like, uh, if you look at the verses in Galatians chapter 5, 19 to 22. Uh, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, uh, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, uh, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces the kind of fruit in our lives that is joy, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, 
and self-control. In my personal example, I was looking at my selfish ambition there. Uh, when I was in India, it, it, it's, it doesn't... Uh, uh, I was looking at after my self, selfish ambition, I was not thinking... Uh, for example, if you're putting a fake experience, you're kind of deceiving the person that you're... Uh, you're deceiving your interviewer. That is not... That doesn't represent me as a citizen of God's kingdom, me as a citizen, uh, me as being part of the God's kingdom. And uh, if you look at the other list, idolatry or uh, impurity or lustful thoughts, and all these things are not uh, part of the... Uh, uh, we cannot have those things or we cannot do those things as a citizen of... We're not representing the uh, kingdom here. But what we need to have is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and uh, self-control. Um, and... Yeah. So we looked at the practical example as well. But uh, even if even understanding the kingdom of God, understanding that uh, understanding what it is to seek His righteousness is also still abstract for me. I started looking for my job, and it's I it's been like two or three months, no interviews. But uh, I was praying, God, this is what you want me to. This is the right thing to do. Uh, but there's no answers for my prayers. I was really worried. I was really anxious. But uh, again, if you go back to the same chapter, this is what the Lord says. And this is like, a, uh, when I, remember when I, I talked about all this burdens lifted off or uh, me being free? So this is where it happened. You know, God really cares about us if we really are interested in doing his work or doing his kingdom or actually representing him and that is uh, uh, shown here if you look at Matthew chapter 6 from verses 25 this is what it says um, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. For your heavenly Father feeds them and aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wild flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But the Heavenly Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. He will give you everything you need. And uh, I, uh, it took five months for me to get my job. Uh, before I started searching my, for my job, I used to work at uh, Shoppers Drug Mart as a merchandiser. 
So I saved up some money. Uh, I started preparing me for my jobs. I didn't put any of the uh, work experience. I only had a, a internship experience where I worked with Andrew and also worked with Mark. That was about six months in total, I guess. Uh, and uh, I started searching for my job in January. And uh, I only had money till May, end of May. It was May 20th. I was only left with $100 in my bank account. And uh, I was thinking, I don't want to ask anyone. I don't want to ask money for my friends with my family. And uh, I have to pay the rent the next month. And uh, that's when I suddenly got this interview. I don't know if I ever applied for that interview. And uh, quickly they did three interviews. And then I had my offer letter by 25th. I still don't have money to pay my rent, but I showed my friend this offer letter and I said, I got a job, I'm gonna start next month. Can I borrow for my rent? So that is how God works. Uh, so this is just a small testimony of mine just to encourage you that uh, if you really uh, seek the kingdom, if you really are interested in uh, seeking his righteousness, doing the right thing, um, as God promised, he will take care of you. Look at the lilies in the field. They're here tomorrow, they're gone. Uh, they're here today and then they're gone, gone tomorrow. But Heavenly Father cares for you. He wants to give you the best. So I, I really encourage you, everyone to um, understand, one, you're a citizen of God's kingdom. Two, live according to the kingdom values. Three, really be assured that God will provide for all your needs. That's my short message. Thank you so much. Let's all stand and respond with a song. Okay, let's all close our eyes and uh, um, I don't know what uh, each and every one of you here are going through in your lives, but uh, I would really encourage you to keep pursuing what you're doing, do the right thing, and uh, be assured that God will uh, provide for all your needs. I'm going to close in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come into your presence, Lord, with confidence, with assurance that you care about us, Lord, because you are our Father, Lord. Lord, thank you for this uh, short sermon, and uh, thank you for speaking to our hearts, O oh Lord. Lord, I surrender each and every one here, Lord. Uh, they might be going through different things in their life. They are in the period, maybe in the period of waiting or uh, seeking answers for some questions or uh, maybe looking for a job or a partner or uh, maybe in a tough situation where they feel that it cannot be repaired or it cannot, or they've made a mess of their life or whatever, Lord. But Lord, your word says you, you care about us, O oh Father, Lord. You really do. And you have done the same in my life as well, Father, Lord. Lord, I commit each and every one who is committed to do your will, who has committed to seek your kingdom, who has committed to seek your righteousness, O oh Lord. Lord, would you please bless them? Would you please give them the encouragement, O oh Lord? Lord, Holy Spirit, would you please come and, Lord, Lord give that peace, in our hearts, O oh Lord. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.